Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the Upping Your Game podcast. I'm your host, George Hunt. We're bringing you part two of our 2021 LCI Congress recap episode. If you still haven't checked out part one, I would suggest giving that a listen first, especially if you're not familiar with what LCI Congress is. I give a quick rundown of what the week looks like, so it may help to set the context a little bit better for this piece we have today. In part two, we're going to hear from Jason Schroeder of Elevate Construction, Kate Simons from Shawmut Design and Construction, Cade Keys from Columbia Construction, and Darcy DeGeorge from Stantec. As with part one, the guests I speak with here will do their own introductions, so I won't go into much detail. But I think you're all in for a treat when it comes to hearing about their experiences during Congress and their pieces of advice that they have for newcomers. There are also a few first-time in-person attendees in this group, so we get to hear what it's like from their perspective as well. So get ready to hear some more great insights being shared here in part two. And if you haven't already, go back and check out part one to listen to the fun we had there. Hope you all enjoy. So welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm here now with Jason Schroeder of Elevate Construction. Uh, Jason, how's it going? It's going really well. I had a good time at Congress last week and recovering, getting uh, getting everything caught up again and just coming down off of that high. Yeah, really no, nice I know. See everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it definitely is. It's almost like a, a week long high, and then you have to recover when you get back home. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and it's uh, you end up missing some of the people that you see because there's there's such good people that are doing such good things for the industry. There, it's kind of like you uh, you're coming back from a family reunion, so you miss them a little bit. So that time doing it was a great time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, for those who don't know Jason, uh, do you want to give just a quick little intro for folks who might not know who you or might not listen to your own podcast or see anything that you put out there on social media as it is? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Jason Schroeder, I own Elevate Construction. I've been in the field for, well, so through the ranks of of, uh, Cement Mason and then Rodman and then field engineer, superintendent, general superintendent, and then field director, and then actually concluded as a project director over the course of 22 years. And now my mission is to scale operational excellence throughout the world, and we're having a great time of it. Uh, my vision is by the time we're done, or sooner, to make sure that we have environments in construction that are really respectful for workers, that the entire project team is trained and and that families at home can benefit from the safety that comes from that, the balance that comes from that, and that we can really just reward a wonderful industry with uh, practices and techniques that will uh, that will improve their lives and let them live a remarkable life. So we we do quite a bit with uh, well, we do any kind of field and operations training. We do a lot with tax planning and last planner, and uh, we're having a good time of it. So we've been we've been doing that since last July and. It's uh, it's been it's been a good experience. So that that's me. We have a podcast, Elevate Construction, Elevate Construction podcast. Right now, we uh, we have quite a few listeners, and it's spreading. And that's probably the main thing that we ask is to help us get our message out through that podcast. And and we're at episode 420. So I thought that was kind of neat that we went past 400 just just in the time of Congress. So that's me. Awesome. No, I love it. I love, you know, your whole mission and everything you're doing with Elevate Construction. I think it's a, a often overlooked portion of 
I mean, I guess really any industry. It's most people don't look at the people who are in the industry and do things for the people. Uh, but it's great, you know, the mission that you guys are on and, and the training and support you're you're trying to give to the men and women who are out there. Um, so I guess, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess we, we were talking a little bit before about the the craziness that is LCI and and kind of recovering from it. But kind of overall, this year being the first one back in person after a year, um, you know. What uh, what were your overall impressions of the the conference this year? My my uh, high level, I think. So I saw a lot of new people there, and that was uh, that was neat for me, in, in the sense that I people are still interested. I didn't see a lot of the common faces. That I, I mean, some of them, right? But I didn't see uh, a lot of the t the typical people that you would think would be there. And so my, one of my questions was, <laughs> where did, where do they go? Is this something that that they're committed to or not? But that wasn't from a judgmental place. It was just asking myself, what you know, it's kind of a a new dynamic. I I felt like there were a lot of people interested in tax planning, and that we're starting to get the vision for that. I mean, when I put out the I put out a couple hundred copies of both books, the Elevating Construction Superintendents and Tax Planning and Integrated Control. By the end of day one, we were out of the tax books. And so That's I great. was really I was really encouraged by that because obviously we have to scale that and get that going. You know, I've used I've used I know that's probably not what the focus of the podcast is but i've used touch plan on projects and it works absolutely uh, it, it's absolutely amazing and my first focus is you know how do we how do we get a stability within the supply chain ahead of that so that when foremen and superintendents for the trades come in and commit the there there isn't the you know well hey i could commit to that but i don't have the materials hey i could commit to that but i don't have the design right and so i the biggest thing for me with tax is managing and, and stabilizing those supply chains. And people, I, I think, especially with COVID-19, are starting to get that message. There's there's a lot of interest. And so I really think that we're heading in a good direction with that. And uh, yeah, those are those are my general observations. Oh, that's great. I think uh, you're right. I'm sure I didn't get a chance to walk over to your booth over there. But I know in general, there, there was quite a bit of... Um, talk and movement around TAC planning. Um, I know Tuesday afternoon, Hal Maycomer and I taught our intro to TAC course, and that was pretty much full, uh, which was, like you said, good to see. I think it's coming up now in the industry. Most A lot of people are starting to hear and think about TAC planning and other things. And I mean, they're realizing you got you to gotta get some stability in something. As if we're going to try and plan and do anything out there, you got to get some stability. Um, I mean, in general, was, was there anything that people came up and started talking to you about that you found surprising at all when it comes to tact or, you know, just different stories that people are talking about? Like, hey, I tried tact here and it didn't work or it did work. Um, was there any, you know, standout kind of conversations you started having? Yeah, actually. So the biggest standout was it kind of. So one of the biggest reflections for me with tax planning has been that when when people do it and i'll i'll put it like a 90% maybe even 95% but 90 95% of people when they do tech planning they're like yeah that was the that was the best project i've ever done we finished on time it was amazing and then my response would be well why'd you stop <laughs> yeah. what, 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 right? and and then the question is oh i 
I don't really know. Yeah, I guess we need to get back to that. And then there's that 10%, maybe even less. It's probably like 5%. I just don't want to, I just don't want to give bad numbers, but uh, there's, there's a small group of people that were like, yeah, we, we tried tax and it wasn't so, it wasn't the greatest experience. And then I dig into it a little bit and I'm not blaming it all on this. And sometimes you don't have the, the, the team's not ready or the owner's not ready. So there's things that can, that really affect the implementation of tax planning. But the, the biggest thing was buffers. That yeah. if, if we don't, if we don't add buffers into the tax plan, then it's just a CPM schedule in a different format, you know, because, and I'm, I'm not turning this podcast episode into, into anything controversial, but just if people think about what a critical path is, it's creating a sequence of activities that will, that are already designed to delay the project, meaning that we're, we're going to have interruptions. And right. so, if the if the definition of a critical path and it is a series or a sequence of activities with zero float, where if any of the activities were delayed, the entire project delays. Well, if that start if we start out with that out of the gate, uh, there's no way uh, that we're not going to be delayed or have to resequence or do something. So, my point with tax planning, with the folks that were like, "Hey, I'm curious about this. Why didn't it work?" Most of them say, you know, once you interrupt the once you interrupt the train, then you can't do anything. Then you're behind schedule. I'm like, okay, well, you're using tax planning like a CPM. So here's what we do: we go through, we optimize the 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 network, the train by by identifying the proper number of tax zones, meaning getting smaller batch areas, and then we insert buffers into the sequences and at the end of the the train at, at the end of the project schedule and we make sure there there's a there's some parametrics that we know about now when it comes to uh to buffers and with when we do that formula the uh, with little's law and that's and we do that analysis that optimization we can gain quite a few buffers in there which hopefully the owner doesn't try and take away but once we have those buffers then when we have an interruption, a supply chain interruption, an RFI, a roadblock, or whatever, quality defect, then we eat into those buffers and, and we don't push behind schedule. So anybody that uses tax planning the right way like it's designed has a great experience. If they use it like a CPM system, then it won't. It, it, they may not have a good experience. And so that was the biggest difference. And my message to the industry is if it doesn't have buffers, it's not a tax plan. And it has to have, it has to have those buffers. When we delay, we usually delay sequences or phases together all at once, meaning instead of like just area A, uh, if there's an interruption for a day, usually you would delay area A, B, C, D and eat into a buffer so that they can still remain consistent. We can level manpower. So that was the biggest difference. And I think the aha moment for a lot of folks where they're like, Oh, I see now what's going on because tax is the only system where you can mathematically gain those buffers. So I hope that, I hope I explained that in a good way, but that was the biggest aha moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, I, I've experienced the same when I was talking with folks, um, which by the way, Helen, and I did give you and your book a, a very nice shout out during our tax planning course, as we said that it's the only book that's written right now, specifically on tax planning and construction. So hopefully some people came yeah, over to that. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's the same thing as I think the, the, the practical piece of it where people 
you know, we don't really understand how to strategically place those buffers. I think that was a lot of the discussions that we had as well and questions when we were in the class about that is really just managing and actually putting those buffers in where they need to be so that way you can combat the, the variation on things. Um, that's yeah. great. I think just in general, the, the new, we'll say the the more emphasis that people are putting in and trying to find and, and look into tact more has been fantastic, I think, over the years. And then I think there was at least there was at least a couple different presentations throughout the week where people were presenting something along the lines of, of working with tact. Um, so it was good. It's good to see. Hopefully we get some more traction for it next year and we can get even more. Um, but I guess it, coming back a little bit more to just the the conference in general um, and things is forgive me is this the first year that you had an actual booth set up where you you've uh, been in the, on the vendor floor or have you had a booth in past years as well? No, I haven't had I haven't had a booth in past years, so it's the first booth year. I mean that was a, that was a different experience. I uh, we we were all we were all decorated to the nine, and it was it was. We had a nice little booth there. What people were mostly interested in was the book and the simulation. We had a really neat uh, tax simulation over there and really great conversations. But the video that was playing in the background and some of the other materials, they weren't interested in that as much as they were interested in the one-on-one -on -one conversation, having something they could grab and take home. So I, yeah. I had a lot of fun with it and I'm really happy that we, we printed and we gave them away. We said, if, if 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 they were willing to subscribe to the podcast and listen to an episode or share the podcast that we would give them the book or actually both of them for free and we did that and it uh and so it really worked out i had a lot of fun with that no that's great i think it is it's good it's it's a little bit of a different experience being on the we'll call it the vendor side where you have your own booth instead of being the one to walk around because <laughs> it was the first year for me too being on that side of things um you know being <laughs> just the first year i've been with touch plan and actually sitting in the booth and talking with people versus the one going around and, you know, looking, looking from the outside and being like, ah, do I want to go talk to the people in that booth? Do I not? Um, but it is, it's a bit different experience, but it is fun. You know, I think we, you know, what I, what I took away was I got to talk to a lot of different people and a lot of from all across, you know, the industry that people were showing up. So um, it was great times. Definitely great times. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Um, so I guess the one question I've been asking people um, when they're coming on and we're doing these recaps is, you know, for someone who might be new to attending conferences in general or even just new to attending LCI conference, um, you know, there's it's a week long of a lot of classes and information and things that are showing up and a lot of information to retain. So what is one or two pieces of advice you can give to someone who's new to it, who's coming to something like this and hoping to take something back with them to actually use to help themselves improve? What's a piece or two of advice that you would give to someone um, in that kind of a situation? Uh, well, so I, when you first gave me that question, I thought that was a little bit difficult because uh, I was putting myself in somebody else's shoes, but I've come up with two really good answers. So uh, number one, and and you, people hear this from motivational speakers all the time, but I'll repeat it. Uh, knowledge is not power. Action mm. is power. And uh, we, it doesn't matter what we know or see or learn in these con congresses or conferences or anywhere. What matters is what we get implemented. And if we leave these, and this isn't this isn't a guilt trip per se. It's just uh, I think 
data or, or perspective. If mm-hmm. we leave these and we don't implement, you know, what does that say about uh, what we learned? What does that, how does that affect the scaling of these things? Most of us, if not all of us, are in this for the scaling. The money is ancillary. I mean, we have to feed our families. You know, some of the software companies, you know, they have to take care of their investors, right? So there's a money piece of it, but most of us actually, from the bottom of our hearts, believe in these systems. And the goal is to improve the environment of the worker and the people that are leading these projects so that literally we, if you go out onto a construction site, it, it's it's the same experience as if you went into a BMW factory, right? You, there's yep. There's great worker care, there are break areas, there's respect, there's communication, there's, um, you know, people are touring it and impressed. Uh, here's, here's what I'm saying. Construction, the end product, uh, or let me say it like this, the production of the product should be as remarkable as the end product. Meaning, if, if you were going to buy a BMW, it's, yeah, you're in love with the car or, or whatever. It, it, it could be a yep. Lexus or anything. Yeah, you're in love with the car. But you can go to those plants and be just as impressed watching them make it as you are uh, watching the end product. And it's kind of like watching the British Bake Show or something like that. Yeah, you want to yeah. eat it. But watch, watching them make it, they're such professionals. They're so clean. It's, that, it, it's such a nice production system. It's just remarkable. That's where we have to get. So if we leave, my advice to somebody new would be if you're leaving Congress and you're like, does that benefit me? Should I, do I have time? I, I don't know that those are the best questions. I think the best question is, how can I be grateful for what this industry has given me? And how can I give back to the women and men out there that are building these wonderful buildings and working, quite frankly, sometimes at a sacrifice? And so if we do that, I think we'll head more towards implementation and less on just theory. Uh, the other thing that I would say, and this is not a dig at all, because I can trace most of my success back to the framework of the last planner system in mm-hmm. in lean and in construction. But last planner isn't lean, meaning the entirety of lean. Last planner is a lean system, but it's not. It is not lean. It's not the end all be all. If contractors come and they're like. Oh yeah, I can change into a lean company by by adopting the last planner system. That's not true. And I would like people to know that at least in my way of saying things, implementing being a lean company is you do you respect people and resources? Have we created stability and flow in the project? Are we engaging the team with total participation? And then and only after then are we implementing continuous improvement? And mm-hmm. I'll tell you a quick story that Nicholas Modig t- talks about, and I'll just abbreviate it, but there was a company that had hired a Japanese uh, lean master to come, and I think he was from Toyota, to come to their company and to assess if they were a lean company. And they kept asking him throughout the day, and he would say, impossible to say. Are we a lean company? Impossible to say. He just kept saying that over and over and over. And then finally, at the end, the uh, the people that invited this master to their company, were, were they were like, you know, we, we asked you to come here. We flew you all the way out. We're all here. We want to know if we're a lean company. And he said, impossible to say. I wasn't here yesterday. And yeah. the point there is lean is about are we – 
are we a highly engaged culture solving problems every day as a part of the work? Yeah. Uh, do we have a growth? Do we have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset? So I want people to realize when they leave, if they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah I learned about last planner system, or I saw that booth, or I saw that simulation, or I saw that software." Yeah, Lean's kind of a cool. No, 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 no. If we start right now and grind for the next forty years, we'll barely understand, begin to understand what Lean is. It's not a tool. It's not a side project. It's the way we do work. And that's the other advice that I would give is that I want people to come away from Congress excited, thinking, oh, my gosh, I've just found the other side of heaven and I have an eternity of learning and progress ahead of me. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I love both the pieces of advice he gave there. I think it's very good. I think it's it's not the typical stuff that I think people hear most of the time. So I appreciate it. I think uh, everyone listening will appreciate it too. So uh, Jason, I know we're running up against time here. I don't, don't need to keep you any longer, but thank you so much for everything. And, you know, for those listening, please make sure you look up Jason and Elevate Construction in the podcast and subscribe. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Thank you. So welcome back everyone. Thanks for tuning in. So I'm here with another one of our guests, Cade Keys from Columbia Construction. So Cade, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, George. How are you? Uh, doing well, doing well. It's uh, getting a little colder here, but you know we deal with it. We're used to it up here in New England. So, um, so Kate, so why, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself to the listeners for those who don't know who you are? So, what you do for Columbia? Yeah, so I'm a superintendent with Columbia Construction. Uh, also, a heavy lean um, advocate for the company. So, uh, I'm in the process of transitioning to more of a support role. Uh, for our projects. Um, so, you know, broadening my reach, uh, trying to hit, hit a few more projects, but uh, really, um, really focused on lean implementation and, and kind of getting, getting some of the kind of lean tools brought onto more of our projects and changing people's minds um, on what lean can really do for them. Awesome. The fun stuff, the fun stuff, that yeah. changing people's minds. Yeah. Um, how far along are you guys on your, or your journey? I mean, do you guys have like workflows and things built out already? Is that one of the things that you're going to start to try and help to do for the company is right kind of an SOP when it comes to lean? Yeah. So we kind of started our, I say lean journey, um, in 2015 before I joined the company. Um, you know, it was kind of a grassroots effort. Uh, some of that, like just last planner training for the superintendents. Um, and like you can imagine it, it didn't really, go anywhere. Um, since I joined the company, uh, five years ago, I've been, I've been kind of working with senior management, um, on, you know, what, what an effective rollout would be. So we've done a couple, um, couple training sessions. We've done a couple workshops. We actually did something that was really cool. We brought in, um, some of our prime subcontractors and we did some last planner training with them. Uh, so that was kind of really well received. Um, and I think that kind of opened a lot of kind of our workforce up to, you know, what, what lean really is, um, and how it can be applied on the project. So, you know, the big focus now is really on that implementation and, you know, sharing what, what works. Um, I think getting, getting people to see it in action and, and really see what it can do, um, helps to, to kind of get them engaged and, and wanting to make that type of a change. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's good to hear though that there's 
there's others out there who are trying to make the switch and and getting some success with it. So I think that's one of the biggest things is showing some success, showing people how it can help out. And, you know, it starts to snowball from there. But no, it's great. It's great to hear, um, which kind of rolls us into, you know, the, the topic we want to talk about today in general is, is LCI Congress that happened is we've had some time to sit and reflect on it. So um, I know you've been to Congress before. Um, obviously, this is the first one back in person, you know, after the pandemic and everything. But so from this year and, and all the sessions you went to and everything else, how uh, what are your overall impressions of how Congress went for you this year? Well, I guess, for, first of all, it was just great to be back in person and, and kind of see see all the faces we've been missing for a while. Uh, the, the virtual right. thing is okay, but man, be, being present in a room for a presentation is so much different than staring at a screen, trying not to multitask. Right. But uh, right. no, it was, it's, uh, I love Congress. You know, I, I, I try to get to it every year. Um, it, it just kind of feeds my energy. Um, it, it gets me going. It's, uh, it's, it's just a huge boost. Um, meeting with all the, all the people that are kind of on a similar journey um, to myself and hearing all the stories about what they've done and what works and, you know, some stories about what doesn't work. Um, but it's just, it, I think that's, that's what it's really all about is, is kind of sharing in that learning and kind of all understanding that we're on, we're on a similar path. And um, it's nice to, to kind of break down some of those barriers between, you know, the clients, the design teams and the contractors and, and really just kind of understand that we're all in it for the, for the same thing to, to get a project done and to develop, you know, hopefully lasting partnerships. Yeah. No, absolutely. It is. It's great. Is I think you bring up a real good point there. The um, I always found it helpful as well as going and, and finding the other people who are along in the same spot as you in your journey um, and, and knowing that you're not alone. Right. <laughs> I feel yeah. like half the time going to going to LCI and talking with people is it's almost like a support group of being like, OK, great. I'm not the only one who's trying to do this. Um, and so you get to pick people's brands from that perspective, too. Yeah. And ideally, you can pick a couple people that are a little bit further along. So you can get get a little kind of hey what what didn't work right because it's like that whole thing right you have to see it see it work so um, being able to talk to somebody who's been kind of struggling with the same things you've been having issues with and you know talking through some of some of your challenges and and how you know some of their challenges could kind of help you out and and how they overcame. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think to that point is, you know, when you kind of were preparing for Congress this year and looking at the agenda and everything, um, was that part of your intention going into it and, and kind of your plan going in was you were going to try and find some, you know, presentations to go to of folks who are a little bit farther along from you or, you know, just in general, what do you, what were you trying to get out of the week, you know, showing up to Congress other than seeing everybody in person, obviously, but was there an intention yes. behind what you were doing? So what was great is, um, the day I got back from Congress, uh, another superintendent that I work with, he sent me an email from two years ago, which was kind of before I had gone on Congress, I had sent an email out to a few people on what I was hoping to, to kind of get out of Congress. And when I read through it, it was like learning about the last planner system and learning how to implement it. And, you know, it was, it was really kind of tool-based kind of going. So I just kind of from there over the next two years to where I am now, I, it was nice to see kind of how how my my thought process has grown. So really going into this year's Congress, I was trying to trying to look at the culture piece, right? How do I 
how do I bring kind of a lean, continuous improvement culture into Columbia? Um, and what, what kind of methods and tools and kind of principles, you know, work best to, to kind of implement that. And I'll be honest, I've, there were several really great presentations that really dove into, right? It was, you know, this is how our company, you know, has, has kind of gotten to where we are in our lean journey, right? And so just hearing kind of how those things worked and, and how, you know, they overcame some of their issues. It was just, it was really great to hear um, and just a, a huge boost because, you know, you, you, it's like moving a, moving a boulder up a, up a mountain sometimes is what it feels like. So, you know, just hearing that, you know, people have had success is just motivationally, uh, it's huge. Yeah, no, that's actually, that's really cool that you actually had, got to look back at the, uh, the old email that you sent out about what you're going to, where you're going to get out of Congress, you know, two years ago, and just to see the evolution of where you are, your own mindset. And then obviously you can compare it too to where you are with things in the company. So that's kind of cool to be able to do that. Um, also, I love the fact that you even go into the week with an intention of this is what I plan on learning. Um, you know, I feel like I've been asking all the folks about that, you know, as I'm, I'm talking about Congress with them and everyone I've been talking to has that kind of intention. But I think so many times we go into things, you know, like a conference or anything like that, and you don't have an intention of what you're going to do and, and what you're trying to come out with and just setting that intentionality behind what you want to get out of it. Was, uh, well, is, they is they do such a, they do such a great job of creating just a, you know, a, any type of topic you can imagine. Um, you know, I was, I was able to see kind of the, the submissions list of all the different presentations and all the, the different topics that were brought up. And I mean, it is, you can't even imagine how many there are. So, you know, I really, I feel for the, the people that have to whittle that list down um, and, and kind of pick the, the few that, that get to present. But, um, you know, I feel like if you didn't really know what you wanted to go in there to look at, you'd, you'd get like a hodgepodge of different things. So really focusing on, you know, what you're looking for, um, you, you get a lot more out of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I think that that's a great little shout out to the uh, the presentation selection committee from LCI there. So we see you, we know how many things you guys get and how much of a, <laughs> uh, a task it must be to whittle those things down. So yeah, absolutely. But I think to your point too, is it is, it is kind of a, a thing where you, you have to kind of go in because there is so many topics and things that you can go and look at and, and you know, see that you, you probably could get lost pretty quickly, um, which kind of rolls into the actual the question of the day, so to speak. Uh, we talked a little bit about it there with you know trying to pick a few things so that you can see it. But for someone who might be new to, let's say, going to LCI next year or just showing up to a conference in general over the next year, two years, whatever it might be, is there a piece or two of um, advice you would give to them as someone who's new to a conference, they haven't been in the environment of having all these workshops and multiple full days of learning and all these topics coming at them? Is there a piece or two of advice you would give to someone to that that's in that spot that they can go and actually be able to pull something of use out of the week um, and be able to use it kind of moving forward? Yeah, sure. So, you know, the, the first thing, right, like we talked about is kind of understand what, what you want to get out of it. Um, really spend the time to look through the presentations and read the descriptions. Um, I think they do a great job of kind of breaking them down into different uh, categories. 
So you kind of look at that, but, you know, really, I guess, spend the time and understand it, you know, look at the, who's presenting. Um, you know, I, I find it always helps if you know a couple people on, or even one person on the team that's presenting, right. You get that kind of point of connection. Um, you know, so, and, and really the presentations are, you know, they're only part of it, right. The, I think the real value is, is the networking and, you know, reaching out and having those, those kind of conversations, um, with some of these industry leaders, it's, uh, it's just fascinating, um, hearing about, you know, what, what some of these companies and some of these individuals are, are doing with lean and, and their companies. Um, and then also, you know, I always, I always try to get down to the, uh, the uh, all the uh, the vendors and see kind of what what new technologies are coming out and kind of what 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 that can kind of help help along with. So it's that's kind of one of my passions is is kind of how to how to leverage technology on our project. So you know just having conversations with those guys and seeing what who's who's kind of up and coming and you know what what they might be able to offer and take some of that back to my company. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great. And I think you're right too, is that, you know, so much of the value is, you know, the presentations bring such a good, um, you know, piece of information, but I think half the time is going and having a conversation around what was presented, I think ends up having to be, you know, quite a bit of value as well as whether it's the people that you're sitting with in the crowd, or you go and talk to the presenters afterwards, because it is, especially at LCI, it's where, you know, as presenters and, and people who are teaching these workshops, we are so accessible. So it's like you can literally just walk up afterwards and say, hey, how's it going? I'm kid, you know, <laughs> like like the presentation and start a conversation from that perspective. And so I feel like those conversations that spawn out of it is the presentation piece. It's, you know, it's almost like the spark and, and the start of everything. It's what comes afterwards and the conversations that you have that really ends up being the full value that you get out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's your only real opportunity, um, to network all the presentations they're available online afterwards. They do a great job of, of kind of making all of that, um, right at your fingertips. So, you know, what I find, you know, is I'll, I'll get into a conversation with somebody and, you know, I'll look at my clock and 45 minutes have gone by and I've missed half of a presentation, but, you know, I feel, I feel so much better for having had the conversation you know, then going to see the presentation, which, you know, I, I can catch up on um, at a later date at my convenience. Yeah, it is. It, it's very good. Thankfully, we have some technology that we're able to do that with. So <laughs> it's good. Um, well, Cade, I know you're a busy guy. You got things going out there on site, so I don't want to keep you any longer. But thanks so much for sitting down with me and giving me some uh, insight as to how you felt about Congress. And I'm sure we'll talk with you again soon. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. So welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here with another guest of ours. So we have Kate from Shawmut Design and Construction. So how are we doing this morning, Kate? I am great. How are you, George? Oh, doing well. You know, nice and early. It's getting cold out, but it's fine. It works. It's time of the year. <laughs> um, it definitely is. Yeah. It, so for the listeners who are listening who might not know you, do you want to give just a little intro of yourself and what you do for Shawmut? Sure. Uh, my name is Kate Simons. I work at Shamet Design and Construction. Uh, my official role is Director of Scheduling and Controls, uh, but I spend a lot of time sticking my nose into other stuff uh, like Lean and Last Planner. Um, and so also, fun fact, uh, George and I, along with um, Cade Keys and Darcy DeGeorge, are on the New England Community of Practice for LCI. So that's how George and I know each other. Awesome. 
Yeah, always good when you get to stick your nose in something and then people don't uh, <laughs> don't knock it out. As I, I remember, oh, actually, one of my my early um, managers that I had was he kind of said, you know, if you can go and you kind of think of it as everyone's having a party in a tent and you can lift up the side of the tent and stick your head in and no one hits you, then you kind of keep moving your way in. And if no one pushes you out, then you kind of close the tent behind you and you kind of keep your way in. He's oh, like, I'm yeah. stealing that. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's one way to look at it, I guess. But yeah, great. That, that um, person was wise. That person had a lot of a lot of wisdom. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so I know it's been a little bit removed now from Congress and and being there, but obviously some time to reflect. So looking back at it, you know, what uh, what do you think of Congress overall this year? And um, I don't remember. Was this your first time actually being in person at Congress? So it was my first time in person. I went last year virtual, um, which was awesome, and it was a lot of good content. But I almost kind of don't count it uh, because this year was so so different, right? So my my kind of first impressions were, um, it's a lot, right? You have to you have to prepare yourself mentally for the amount of information coming at you because there are so many sessions with so many great things um, that you really you really need to be in the right mindset to receive all of that great information. Um, so that was like my my biggest takeaway i would say um there was a lot of focus this year that i really liked on um individuals as a whole right which isn't surprising because because lean talks about respect for people but there was a lot of talk about uh you know mental health and suicide awareness and substance abuse and dei right so like all of these super important things that like you know they're not lean tools but they enter into the conversation so i was um I was really encouraged to hear a lot of that. Um, and then obviously it was just, it was really nice to be back in person. Um, George, I know you and I laugh because we're both like serial introverts. Um, I think one of the things that really stood out to me is um, like cold networking is like probably one of like my top fears. And um, the community yep. of people at Congress, they're so kind and so willing to give freely of their time. Um, that I actually did get out and like meet some new people. Um, so that was kind of like a, a good thing for me personally is just getting out there and meeting new people. And like everybody I talked to was just, you know, they're there because they really love this stuff and they're really energized by it and they want to share all of that good energy. Um, so that was a, a kind of really nice takeaway as well. Yeah, no, I think it, if there is a time for you to come out of the show and actually network, it's probably LCI. Because <laughs> I've noticed the same thing is that I think the first one that I attended was down in Orlando in person. And I did actually have one other person from my company with me, but uh, we weren't, you know, we didn't hang out the whole time. But it was just kind of like, okay, well, if I'm going to go and get out of my comfort zone here and talk to someone like this is the place. And like you said, is there's people who I met there who I still talk to today. And it, you know, it, it keeps going. And I mean, I think it goes back to the whole community, right? Is every, yeah. Everyone likes to share. Everyone likes to talk. So that, and I think everyone's in the same spot too. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, no, I really don't like talking, but I think I'm going to talk anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is. Um, yeah, to your point though, I think it was, you know, I'd have to go back and look at the agenda of things, but I think this year there was much more of an emphasis um, for presentations on, like you said, kind of the individual and the people and that kind of aspect of, you know, the overall respect for people. Um, and, and I think it is, it's great that, that people are starting to take that aspect of lean much more seriously now. And I think, you know, yeah. in today's age, it's, it makes sense, right? It is we, we have a lot of people who don't like to be in construction anymore. So we gotta, yeah. we gotta take something into account if we're going to have people show up at some point. 
Yeah. The other thing that I didn't mention too, that I, that I also really liked, um, there was a lot of talk about trade partner engagement and upping trade partner engagement and as a community, how we can tackle this opportunity over the coming year um, and really get more folks from the field engaged and involved. Right. So there was like a whole track at Congress um, about yeah. trade partner engagement, um, you know, but it would have been really cool to see more of our trade partners there. So I think, you know, George, for you and I locally, um, it'll be interesting to see what we're able to do this year and see if we can uh, make some positive waves in that direction. Yeah, no, I think it is. That's that's one of the other positive things, too, is that, well, you said, yeah, it, it is. it would be great to see more trade involvement there. But just seeing that there is trade involvement at all, I think yeah. is a positive step because I think, you know, locally, at least here, um, you know, it, it goes up and down with involvement and, and interest that you see from folks. But uh, just to know that there is involvement out there, there's people who are interested who aren't just the GCs or the owners. Um, it does. It, it makes it, it it's positive and, it, and it's good to see that people want to want to learn outside of just the GCs telling the trades, hey, we're going to go do last planner now. Everyone just kind of right. rolls the rise. But right. there's people who actually want to do it. So. Yeah. Um, so, you know, going through the week, I know we talked about some of the, the good topics that were discussed. Um, was there anything else that, that kind of stood out to you now that you, you've gone through it as you know, it's your first one in person? But, you know, other than, you know, the good topics and, and meeting people, is there anything else that kind of stood out to you just in general about the whole event and the whole vibe? Yeah, um, I think one that was kind of interesting that really got me thinking is I, I heard a couple times through the week, um, like lean is a four letter word. We can't use the word lean. Um, so that prompted some really good reflection like for me and, and, you know, if this isn't a problem that we just have here in New England or a challenge that we have locally, it's, you know, I, I think it's national. Um, so I thought it was interesting to hear that. Um, and it's, it certainly made me think a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had. Um, I picked up some really cool little tidbits. So, um, one of which was, I, I went to one session and it was talking about how to elevate your plus deltas um, with something yep. called an, an ORID. So definitely look that up. I thought that was really neat. I'm going to try to use that. Um, another another little shout out that I'll give that I really liked is um, Perry Sear, who works for Turner Locally, did this yep. fantastic little workshop on uh, rapid improvement events. And sure. what I loved about that is it was, you know, super short, jam-packed and actionable. Um, so it was nice because at Congress, you had, you had something really for all levels of people, right? Like you had introductory stuff for people who might be brand new. You had more advanced classes. And then they had these cool little live labs where you could just pick up something that was really small and actionable that you could take back to your company. Um, so I think that was probably another takeaway is that there really is something for everybody. Um, at Congress, no matter what level or where you are, I'm going to use the word like in your journey, right? There's really something for everybody. Yeah, no, the live labs. I, I've heard, I've been to a few of them, and definitely I hear that's one of the highlights is that people like going to them because they are just kind of that short and something that you can actually take away and and yeah. Um, no, it's great. As I love it, and it's good to hear that Perry's um, presentation there was well received. It was one that I wanted to make it up to, but. I didn't really get a chance to make it to anything this year, um, but it, it's fine. Hey, you're, you're hanging in the basement the whole time. <laughs> it was. It is the basement. Is that? Yeah. So those who weren't there at Congress is the the exhibit hall was basically in the, really. I mean, yeah, it is. It was the basement level of the the convention center, 
And so you had to go, you know, come into the convention center and go down two levels, get to the actual floor. So, um, yeah, I, I had the, uh, the shoe on the other foot this year. And so I had to hang around the booth and, and greet customers and talk with them, but, I uh, didn't get a, get a whole lot of chance to go to any actual sessions, but, um, next year is, is I'm going to try and change that and make some time for myself to get out of that booth. Yeah. Um, cause it was one thing I missed this year is actually going to some. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, coming into this week or I say this week, but coming into the, the week of Congress, was there anything you did to kind of either mentally prepare yourself or kind of set some intention around it? I know there's some people who like to say that when they set out to do things, they, you know, have, have a one track and this is what I'm going to get out of the week. Is, is there anything that you tried to set up for yourself or did you kind of come into it completely open saying whatever is going to happen is going to happen? So um, when I registered over the summer, I was pretty deliberate about which which sessions I picked. Um, yep. I didn't necessarily follow a track. Uh, I picked stuff that might be interesting to me. Um, but then what I did do is when I got to Congress, they had that awesome app that would let you do everything is yep. I spent some time kind of reexamining my initial selections, right? Because summer was a while ago, right? And I've learned stuff and I might have different stuff top of mind now. Um, and, and I know you had asked me like, what, what is a piece of advice you'd give to somebody who's new? It would be really read through those descriptions, right? And what you want to get out of it and, and who the speakers are, because that's how you'll make the most out of your Congress experience is by making sure you're going to things that are applicable and meaningful to you. Um, and the LCI planning group does a really great job of putting together bios. And, and I think when you registered online, they had, um, you know, like maturity levels in there. So uh, that would be, I guess that's how I set my intention and that's what I would also recommend to somebody else is, is really take the time to think about what might be meaningful for, to you and what you want to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great idea is really, that's another shout out to LCI okay. and the planet crew is how much, how much work they put in and how good it is. Because oh, yeah. it is. I think, I think having those levels of, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced, it gives you at least a general sense of you're walking into something here and it's like, okay, you know, I just started this two weeks ago. Maybe I don't want to go into this class because it says advanced. Um, but either way, I think, you know, too, is, uh, you know, everyone who's presenting and doing the workshops, they understand about trying to meet people where they are and they understand right. that everyone's kind of at the different levels. So, um, you know, e even if you did walk into one of the advanced courses, you know, and you were a beginner, I feel like the people presenting and talking, you know, if you went up to them after and said, Hey, like, you know, I just started, I got about half of what you guys were actually talking about. They'd help out and send resources and get, you know, point you along your way. So I think that's, that's one of the yeah. nice things too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, you know, I feel like everyone's so accessible when we, when we do it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you, you kind of answered, you know, the, the final question here a little bit anyways, with, you know, what we were just talking about, but you know, the, the piece of advice that you would give to someone who's new, either come to LCI or just conferences in general, um, so I know we, we just talked about there, you know, having, going through and researching your presenters and things, but is there anything else that you, you would say to someone who's new coming into, you know, like I said, LCI or a conference in general, because I think most conferences are probably similar in that it's a yeah. whole bunch of information flying at you. Yeah. Um, this is going to be painfully obvious, but I think this was one of my big takeaways is just be present. Um, yeah. resist the urge to be on your phone scrolling, put your out of office up. Um, and let folks at your home office know that you're away and you're engaged in learning and making the most of your time because 
when you're present in the sessions and you participate and you engage with those folks, um, Congress becomes something else, right? It's not just a bunch of sessions that you're running to. Um, yeah. It becomes a learning event and it becomes a networking event where, you know, you meet people and you get energized. Um, so yeah, it, you know, at the risk of being painfully obvious, be engaged in your time there, right? Like you, there is a financial commitment to get there. Um, so yeah. honor that commitment that either you or your company made and put aside the time um, for yourself. Yeah, no, I think that, it might be painfully obvious, but I think you might be one of the first ones to actually say that for advice. So <laughs> it's great. Maybe it's so obvious that the other ones are just like, yeah, no. But I think it is a good point. You know, it's I found myself even during the week, you know, when there there was downtime and stuff, is I'm picking up my phone and I'm looking at it because we get the constant emails, we get everything going. But yeah, go talk to somebody, go network, right? With one of those super kind people out there in that community. Um, because that yeah. in the long run is probably a better use of your time than flipping through the emails that are coming through. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is if it really ends up being that big of a problem, the person would call you and you'd be like, All yeah. right, well, maybe I should answer yeah. that. Problem. Yeah, um, totally. No, that's great. Uh, you know, thanks for that piece of advice. And I think, you know, people listening is will take that into account because I think it is a good a good piece to be able to go in and, and actually be present and, and understand what's going on and, and keep yourself there uh, for you know your learning purposes. But yeah. Um, you know, Kate, thanks for, you know, joining us as I don't want to keep you any longer. I know we got a start to the day here. So, um, I appreciate you jumping on and, and talking with us about your LCI experience and we'll hear more from you soon. I'm sure. Thank you, George. It's always a pleasure. Welcome back everyone. Thanks for tuning back in. So I'm joined right now by Darcy DeGeorge of Stan Tech. So Darcy, how's it going? Good morning, George. Good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Um, so you know, we were at LCI this last week now. Um, time's flying by already. But um, for those who don't know Darcy, is why don't you give a quick introduction of yourself and what you do for Stantec? Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, I am a structural engineer and project manager. I'm actually on the design side, so uh, relatively small small group at Congress there. Um, I designed for about a de decade. Uh, transitioned over to project management. Um, my experience is a little bit of everything. So I've worked heavily in, in military um, renovations and construction for a while, did some fun aircraft renovations, kind of cool stuff, uh, parking garages, commercial buildings, utilities, roadways, a uh, little bit of everything, like I said. So, um, but now I'm, I'm leading some New England projects in lean design. Um, so that's training teams, facilitating sessions, that kind of thing. I've also been doing some presentations to um, spread lean awareness nationally in Stantec, but in the roadway sector. Um, so I start off with telling them lean is not just for healthcare buildings. Um, and we're finally getting some traction on those. And, and some folks are, are reaching out about improving their workflow. Uh, so that's been that's been pretty cool. That's been fun. So that that's a little bit about me. That's great. No, it's awesome. Spreading the word, spreading the word. Um, <laughs> I know we were just talking is this was your first in-person Congress this year. Wow. Um, yeah, which is great. So it's exciting to have newbies, so to speak, showing up in person. But um, <laughs> so I guess overall as your first in-person Congress and then, you know, really, I mean, we've had COVID off last year anyways, but what uh, what were your overall impressions of Congress this year? 
Yeah, it's, I guess my first impression was, um, like you said, in, in real life, was the energy. Um, it, was, it was really some great energy out there. Everyone was so happy to be live again and see each other. It was like, it was like I was part of a reunion. Um, yeah. It's a really, really nice community, you know, uh, and it's always I've enjoyed in the virtual ones and, and now in this live one. Um, what a nice reminder it is to be around lean practitioners or uh, lean believers, I guess, if you will. Um, yeah. And everyone is just really open to share their their wins and losses. I feel like it's really a, a unique a unique group who who doesn't shy away from this is what just didn't work for me or here's what works. Why don't you try it out? It's just really. Um, it's really a cool group to be a part of. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, your experience, I'm sure, is pretty different than mine. How is it at the Touch Plan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I keep telling people is it's a little bit different for me this year because I'm on the uh, the shoes on the mm -hmm. other foot, so to speak. So I didn't actually get to make it to well, really any um, yeah. you know presentations or anything like that, other than the the workshop that I I taught in the afternoon on Tuesday. So it was a little bit different. <laughs> um, a little bit different approach to it, but no, I think your point about the community, I think it's something that always strikes me is everyone's just open and wanting to share. And it's like, you have these conversations out in the hallway when you're talking to someone afterwards. And it's like, it's like, I almost want to sit there and pull a recorder out. So I remember what we were talking <laughs> about. The whole um, and maybe that's just me cause I can't remember a damn thing anyways, but, um, yeah, I'm no, it's <laughs> It, it is great. It, it's a great community. And like you said, is uh, it was like we, well, quite honestly, like we haven't seen each other in two years and everyone was seeing each other again. Yeah, so yeah, it was really cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, with it being your first in-person Congress and with it coming into it now too, um, we didn't necessarily talk about it, but Darcy and I are both on the core group for the LCI New England um, community practice. So with that as a background and then being your first Congress, was there anything, you know, leading up to the Congress week that you did to prepare or, you know, a mindset that you tried to get into when you were, you were coming into it, knowing that, you know, there's obviously a full week of information that you're going to digest? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I knew, um, I know conferences can really be exhausting. They sound fun when you're signing up and then you get in there and they're, they're really exhausting. So I just kind of, you know, got ready for the for the three day um, three day marathon there, um, and just just really getting excited about about who who I've met virtually over the past year and a half or so, and, and getting to actually meet some of those folks folks in person. Those are, you know, I didn't do too much to to prep, if you will. I mean, we all did the the agenda ahead of time and kind of got familiar right. with the and that kind of stuff, but um, that was that was it. Just getting getting ready for the the long long three days. Um, you know, started at what six forty five and ended at five thirty, something like that. So, and then yeah. of course touch plan touch plan parties afterwards. And <laughs> yeah, well of course the event is we got to do something for everybody. It's networking. It's networking. Yeah. Not parties. No, it they can be exhausting days. I mean, it's, I, I think I'm still recovering now just from the amount of that talking to people. And then, you yeah. know, like you said it's 645, you're up, you're down there, you're talking with people and you got to be on from the first thing in the morning all the way until the evening and even beyond when you're going out and trying to network too. 
Right. It's long yeah. days, long days. But um, how about with the presentations and things that you were able to see? Was there any topics or any particular presentations that stood out? Um, or if there's not a, you know, a singular presentation, just I think, was there a, a singular kind of a theme that kind of stood out to you this year while you were seeing things? Yeah, I, I actually, um, I did look back at my sessions and it looks like I was really drawn to the leveling imbalances track. Um, mm -hmm. And I think what I liked about Congress this year was it seemed very focused on sort of take home value. I didn't go to a lot of project presentations, if you will. It was mm -hmm. more how to um, bring actions back, I guess I'll say. And so I did look at my notes and I have actions from almost every session I went to, which is which is pretty cool. And some were nuts and bolts, you know, facilitation ideas. Other ones were more about the feeling and how to bring that feeling and energy and motivation back to your team. Um, and then some were just as, as simple as a book reference or a quote for my presentations or something like that. But there, there really was a little bit of, of everything, a little bit of something in, in each of the, uh, the sessions I went to. So you really feel like you, it, it was time well spent, you know, it was, it was aside from all the networking, there was actual content that you could bring home and, and uh, get some insight on. Yeah, no, I think LCI, the presentations, there's always at least a little bit of something for everybody. Um, yeah. you know, depending on what you're coming for. Um, and I guess it kind of rolls into the, you know, the, the the last little question I have that we were talking about is, you know, being this is your first in-person, you know, LCI Congress. And, you know, for those who might be, let's say, attending their first one next year or just looking to attend a conference in general and you've been to other conferences, is there a piece or two of advice that you would give someone? So, I mean, we've talked about, or you talked about how you you came in and was able to take a little bit of something. Is there a piece of advice you would give someone to be able to come into a conference where there's going to be all these different workshops and, and presentations and all this information thrown at them where they can come in, um, whether they're preparing for it or not, and be able to bring back at least something that they can, you know, act upon when they come back? Is there anything that you would give as a piece of advice for those those folks? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I take a lot of notes. Um, Best of intentions is you think you're going to have time to go back and look at all the presentations again and look at all the slides. Um, but reality is you just you don't and you don't have time to do it. So what I like to do is I jot some notes during the session, what resonated with me personally or something that for the project team, you can always go back and look at those particular slides. But you're, not, you're really never going to go back. I don't think I shouldn't speak so generally, but I never go back and, and you know, have the time to rewatch everything. So um, over the past couple of days, I've really just been starting to review my notes and I have a couple quick wins that, you know, next week I can I can start using. And then I have some other ideas, longer term ideas that I want to make sure I don't forget about. That's the other thing is I think you you get so excited and you take in all this information at conference and then you kind of go back to the office. And it was like, well, that was cool for a week. And you, you don't necessarily remember that you actually learn stuff that you can implement. So making making that top priority to not just go, but to, to bring it back and actually actually do it. <laughs> or yeah. do some of it <laughs> you can't do yeah. it all but um really that's that's the value right is that you can actually learn from each other and get ideas and um see what applies to you so that's that's kind of how i approach it i but 
you know, um, the other the other thing we talked about a little bit is is being ready for those long days and the networking. Um, I think that's pretty different from most people's day to day, right? Most people yeah. are project focused and that kind of thing. So a little bit stepping out of your comfort zone for some folks like <laughs> like me. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, don't be afraid to talk to strangers. That's kind of the whole point of, of uh, those in-between breaks and such. So um, learn the to take One time in it. our life we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you you can't. You were talking the whole day. But, <laughs> but for us who are in-between presentations, um, you know, get get yourself used to it if you're not used to it yet. If you're, you know, and, uh, and take advantage of that stuff. Yeah. So I, no, that's I great. I, I, I think it is. Like I said, it's, it's the one time we're saying go talk to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so don't have your kids listen to this episode and take that advice back. But as adults, when we only have better judgment calls, you can go talk to strangers. But no, I think it's a great piece of advice is there is there's so much that people take away from this. And I mean, I'm on the same board as where I have best of intentions when I take notes and everything, too. And then I get back and oh, now we got to get back into the the project and the swing of things and it completely falls off the plate so yeah. you're not alone on that i'm sure so <laughs> but uh but darcy you know is thank you so much for joining us i don't want to keep you too much longer but i appreciate the insight and how things went and you know we'll talk to you again soon awesome thank you george sure. have a good day you too